Welcome to The Table. Welcome to The Table is a podcast put out by the good people of Pulpit Rock Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado. It's an opportunity for us to have conversations about things that we find interesting or helpful and with people that we find interesting or helpful as we're looking at our journey with Christ. I'm your host, Thomas Thompson, and this season is exciting. We are getting into a topic called Spiritual Formation. How are we being formed in Christ? And so we're going to be talking with some different people about their experiences and ways that they are learning to be formed better with Christ. So as we get into that conversation, we welcome you to the table. Okay, so we're back and excited about this season of Welcome to the Table. Um, I'm Thomas, your host, and with me is my co-host, J.M., Hello, Thomas. Hey, J.M. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, we are here with some very uh, special guests today. I'm really excited about this conversation as we're diving into this theme of spiritual formation. We're here with a couple, Joey and Sherry Buttonweiser. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Um, we're uh, talking with them because they are a family, and we wanted to kind of get a perspective of what, what does spiritual formation even begin to look like uh, with a family, with kids, with each other. And so why don't you take a second and just give us a little idea of what your family is like. Great. Well, we have, um, we have four kids. Our oldest, our only boy is 13 and then almost 14, almost 14. Yes. Yep. And then, uh, three girls, uh, 12, <laughs> nine and seven years old. Okay. Um, so we're kind of past that, uh, diapers and, um, you know, high chairs phase for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all super unique and um, fun. Joey and I have been married 16 years. And um, let's see, we've got Joey's works on the fire department. And um, so he does shift work and he's just getting off shift now. And I do some part-time work too. And um, that's us. Yeah, our kids are just, it's amazing how different each one of them are. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, something that... Um, something that we have fun with and yet also have to work hard to, you know, uh, speak to their, their different traits, you know, it's busy. Yes. Yeah. You're a busy part of life. <laughs> I've just got one. And I fun. He, he seems to change from day to day and I can't imagine having more than one. So as we're kind of getting into this idea of spiritual formation, when you hear the word spiritual formation, what do you believe that is? Well, I guess I would say that it's a process that we're still working on it, spiritual formation, that, um, what do you think, honey? Well, I think that there's, there's been so many different stages with the kids and we've been able to, you know, plug into different, uh, times of their lives at key points, um, and really try to influence, influence their, their relationship with, with God and Christ and, um, with us and family also trying to challenge them and love them a lot. So when we're, I think when we're talking about spiritual formation, we're really trying to get them to have a sense of their own identity, but yet, and also love, love Jesus in a way that they can own it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that word stages. Mm -hmm. What was the first stage like with Bryce? Or what was the first stage like with your son? Oh, he was the only child boy. You know, he got, he got pampered, right? <laughs> <laughs> he got a lot of attention. Um, we, it it was ahead. exhausting. 
the first stages of babies and stuff like that, I remember. And, um, but I mean, I remember that being really sweet. I love every stage and even the stage now that we're in, it's been, um, surprising that, that they need so much more, um, of our presence too. So what are some of the, so, you know, as you think about your own relationships with Christ and then all of a sudden now there is this new person in the world that you've brought in and you're looking down at, what are, what are some of the things that begin to draw, like, what are some of the values around that you had around trying to, to help them form in Christ, to help them pursue him? What were some of those things that you started thinking about when you're looking at little baby? Well, um, our, our faith, um, also our family and being close to family, being able to, um, have them, um, show love on the kids, um, our friends, uh, surrounding ourselves with other couples that have kids, our ages that we can do life with Mm. and that the kids can, can experience, you know, things together. And one thing I kind of think about with that is, um, Probably about four or five years ago, um, Sherry and her friend Carissa Capsalis um, started a character camp, and they do this every summer, and it's four or five families, and each family has four or five kids or more, and we get together uh, once a week. Um, they get together mostly, but um, the dads try to join in, and um, they talk about, uh, kind of do a little Bible lesson, mm-hmm. and um, talk about some values and experiences. Do you want to talk more about that, Sherry? Yeah, we have had a lot of fun, um, with our character camp and doing character traits with our kids. And like last summer we were doing, trying to teach our kids to be brave. And that's one of the big things that we love to do in our own family is to like, in this family, we, um, we don't back down. Like we're, we're up for things. We're up for things. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, even if it's hard, like we're up for things. Yeah. 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 In this family, we're up for things. We're going to give it a try. And even if it's hard, that's good because then we can rely on God for it, you know? Hmm. Yeah. But even like you were asking about um, looking at that baby and thinking, um, like, what am I going to do now? Right. But I just, I remember back to when I met Joey and he was leading a Bible study and he was such a good leader and so confident that I was like, yes, this is who I want to start a family with. And this is who I want to have these babies with and, and, um, and have a family that loves the Lord and is confident and, um, has good leadership. And so I'm thankful for Joey's leadership. Oh, thank you. That's, that was amazing. That was unprompted. Wow. <laughs> We're going to edit that part out. Definitely. I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> well, that baby that you made me think of that. When I was a little kid, younger than your kids are now, uh, I didn't have a father that was a believer. And so there wasn't really any kind of intentional practice in my life until I was about 13. Uh, when it came, That's when I came to faith. And so I'm wondering, there are probably other families that are wondering just like, what, what are some of those things that you would do with your kids, you know, that you would have if you didn't have that modeled for yourself? Like, I remember with my kids, I was mm-hmm. thinking, I, I don't, I don't actually know what to do with them. Like, I can know what to do with adults because you know, I'm trained and stuff, but I didn't yeah. really know what to do with kids because I didn't have that modeled for me. So I'm wondering if there are people listening 
that might go, yeah, well, like when my kids are young and they're, I'm just trying to get the diapers on them and I'm just trying to get them to bed and they're trying to figure out what are some of those practices or rhythms, you know, what, what are things, what do you do with a kid? So that's what I'm trying to get to. I don't have a good question with it. Maybe that was a well, good question. Was good. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great question. Um, kind of going back to being up for things and having, having four kids, we just kind of persevered through some of those little uh, roadblocks of, Hey, we need to stay home for this and that. Um, as, <clears throat> and we'd push through that and we'd just make sure we'd make it to church or we would do some parenting classes or, um, we'd go out with friends, even though, um, you know, one of them had a little bit of a sniffly nose, you know, um, and we just tried to persevere through some of those things. Um, and we want our kids to be well-rounded. Um, so it's, it's not only family and faith, but it's also sports and school and, um, and having them have those challenges, I guess, in life, but I don't know that do what, what kind of things kind of led us into some of those classes, Sherry, or some of those, you know, different, like, like being up for things or getting us to know what to do with the kids. Well, I think that we've always, um, really tried hard to make it to church because, um, that just kind of set the tone for the week or or whatever. And we're just have been so thankful that Pulpit Rock has had so many opportunities for us to um, serve as a family and to um, engage our kids. Our kids love going to church. They are like crying when they, we have other stuff going on and we're not making it because they just love the people that love on them there. And um, they really feel that. And they have been so I love to see them serving. Like when we worked in the nursery, they, we worked in the nursery as a family. Like they wanted to go and help the babies and help the toddlers and everybody, all four of the kids were helping us as we did that. And then this year we moved kind of into the third and fourth graders. And that has been a change. Although I thought, oh no, now we're not going to be able to serve as a family. Are you kidding? Like they are serving alongside us in that. Like they want to be a part of that. And um, so I'm thankful that like growing up in a Christian home that our parents really wanted us to be in church all the time, which um, I don't know that I always liked that, but I, as an adult, like see the positive in that because it's really been great for our family too to be so involved in um pulpit rock yeah i um one of the things that we say a lot is that you you, you want to have with your kids you want to have five adults in the lives of your kids that are saying the same things to them that you are so it's not just that well this is what mom and dad's version of faith mm -hmm. is or they mm -hmm. say but when and i think when you're involved in a community like that you're surrounding them with all these other people and they're saying, Hey, this is, this is more than just what dad thinks. This mm -hmm. is, this is real. We're hearing the same message about being brave or yeah. about following Christ or about having values, but they're hearing it all around. Totally. Yeah. And so we're so thankful for the leaders at the church and, um, just the people in our lives are, um, friends that we do life with is it's just amazing that we try to surround ourselves with other families that are working so hard to, um, 
bring their kids to to Christ and to have great values and such. And then, um, and we also have great extended family too. We have a lot of grandparents that are so influential in our kids' lives. We always hear, this is one of the scary things for me, we always hear, you know, that like retention of children in the church is dropping, right? They get old enough and they head out into the world and suddenly what they, maybe the values that we wanted or the, uh, the relationship with God that we wanted for them may not seem to be emerging right off the bat. But one of the things that I know um, Paul Rock has said, and one of the things that my wife and I have been trying to do is make church not just not just something that mom and dad do, and then you go to your little mm-hmm. your kids' church. Right? Have you found that like having your kids serving with you is is helping make church for them in a way that um, maybe it wasn't for you growing up? Absolutely. Although I feel like. Um, Serving has always is part of my personality and um, that I, I don't know that it was encouraged for me like it is for our kids and that, um, and so I'm super thankful for that opportunity. Yeah, I feel like we're setting the example for them. And I think that as, as I look to people that I look at people that I look up to, that's, you know, it's not just talking the talk, it's walking the Mm -hmm. walk and and who am I looking at that is setting the example? Because those actions are so important. Right. Um, and I want to see my kids have the ability to um, process mm-hmm. that and see what um, and be led by actions, yeah. by good actions right. and influenced. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we talk about a lot is this divide and conquer, right? So we're going in all these other directions, kids sports and church and school activities and cello and hockey and softball and right. And so it'd be so easy for us to just, um, always say, okay, Sherry, you got this and this and this, and I'm going to go do this and this and this. And, but we actually try to really get together and come together and go to those events as a family. Um, as much as we can. We and do. So we really we try, try to not to divide and conquer. Stay yeah. and together. Even when like, it's a simple thing, like going to pick the kids up from school. Like we might be like, well, why don't you do it this time? And I'll do it next time. Instead, we're like, let's go together because in a way that's so fun to go pick them up from school and be like, how was your day? Like, tell us how you blessed somebody today or, mm-hmm. you know, and then because they're full of life, some at that point at times, well, sometimes they're tired mm-hmm. and don't want to talk, but they see us together and they love that. So I always get, why do you ask me every day how my day was and mm-hmm. what I learned? <laughs> get used to it because yeah. that's the question I'm yeah. going to ask you I know someday surprise years. me and yeah. have a good answer that's right <laughs> you never I really, know I, I love that because I, I think there are some things that are rhythms that you would do like maybe you would you know pray with your kids before they go to bed every night or you would uh, maybe do devotionals or we would sometimes have the thing on the table where we'd pull out and ask the question but the um what I've observed is a lot of times it's the spontaneous unplanned times. Like you just happen to be in the car and a moment arises where you can talk about something about faith that, that maybe they're in the mood then, 
but they're not in the mood in the scheduled time. Mm -hmm. And that's always been hard for me because I, I'm very much was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do with my kids on Friday morning. We're going to have this. And, and I kind of had it planned around me mm -hmm. and around what I thought was a good plan. But, um, what my wife's really helped me pay attention to is the unplanned spontaneous moments. And if you're just present, those can arise, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How did yeah. you guys, um, I'm really intrigued by this, idea of you guys serving together with your family at church, because I know for, like you say, for a lot of people, church is a place where they, and this is not a bad thing, but they go, Hey, we love that we can come and we can get filled up as the adults. And there's a place that's, you know, loving on and, and filling up our kids in another room. And so everyone's kind of getting something and then we come back together, but you guys have decided, no, we want to, we want to do this together. How did, how did you make that decision that you were going to be a family that served together? We were asked. We were. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I'm thankful for because I think that even I thought that I should come to church and um, send my kids to their programming because, and then I get my fill. Fill, mm -hmm. but thankfully, um, as I said yes and and was willing to give it a try, you know, being in with the kids, I have found that that that's even more fulfilling. And we love to like walk alongside our kids and be with them. And, um, like even in their activities and stuff like that, we try to coach Joey coaches and, um, I do too. And, and be really involved with them. And so we're not just taking them to their things, but we're like doing life as a family together. When we were looking for a new church, about seven years ago, um, the church we came from, the nursery had all paid staff. And I don't, so it, they weren't necessarily believers or members of the church. And I think we kind of struggled with um, not being able to participate. And when we found Pulpit Rock, we go, oh, look at this church where we can, uh, they have such great kids programs and we can participate with our kids. And we found Awanas, and we started serving at the Wednesday night Awanas, um, which went for about six years. We we did five or six years. We did that mm -hmm. for, and um, lots of fun, lots of energy though. <laughs> tired nights, right? <laughs> but um, that's kind of. I think that's kind of helped push us through um, being able to serve together. Was were those Wednesday nights because we did we got through Bryce. So Bryce kind of had started with Awana's. We're like, oh, well, we did it for Bryce. We got to do it for Aubrey, right? Because they're two years apart. So, so we stuck with Aubrey. And then Shayla came in there, and we stuck with Shayla. And, and then um, so now, and I think we got a year in with Gia, too. And, and now we just want to kind of continue serving with our kids. And it's been what I think one of the questions was, what has surprised you? I think um, something that surprised me is how um, passionate our kids are also about serving. Aubrey did um, uh, like a student leadership class a couple weeks ago um, there at the church that yeah, Lindsay put on. Even though she's in sixth, sixth grade, she was like, they want me to be a leader. And that was... Um, very exciting for her and exciting for us too, as parents watching her yeah. and the church provides, I mean, the week on mission, um, was so great that they have 
for the seventh and eighth graders. So I feel like they're trying to get leadership. Pulpit Rock is working hard to get leadership even in the younger grades. Mm -hmm. Like you think high schoolers should serve and help maybe more than, but younger too. So. One of the most impactful things was when Mark Wendell, who is the, the, the student ministry pastor at that church, at the church, um, he stood up in front of the church. I don't know if you remember this, but he was talking about how important it was not to wait until your kids were adults and now they can start serving, mm -hmm. but to even begin giving the keys to them. And he held up a thing of keys and he was shaking them in, yeah. and just that image was, and he's like, we want to give the keys to kids now to begin to say, um, this is your church. You know, it's not just going to be your church when you get old enough, but it's your church right now and you get to lead and serve, you know, at whatever level. That, that image is always just, I love that thought that, because uh, my son was in that meeting too. That, yeah. Uh, the, I think it was mainly because there was pizza there, but. Um, <laughs> Which is but, great. But he comes on, it's funny. Uh, uh, my family will come on Sunday mornings and I'm usually working there, and but they'll come to one hour. And my, I have, I have one son who likes to come to the worship service. But my other son, he, he doesn't like to sit in a worship service. He wants to go and he serves every week. Yeah. That's really fun. And he does a great job. Oh, good. He's helped yeah. me a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is good stuff, but we unfortunately are out of time. So we're going to pause our conversation here and pick it back up in the next episode of Welcome to the Table. 